My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 152 of The Kate Show. Guys, if you listened to last week's episode regarding how to turn your home industry knowledge into a paid membership, you will not want to miss today's episode, because today I'm sharing the actual steps you'll need to take in order to effectively brand and market your membership. If you aren't sure whether you're well-suited to launch a membership around your design, staging, or other home industry expertise, I want you to go back to episode 151 from last week to see if you are qualified and if it does actually fit where you want to take your business. Here's the thing. Memberships are great ways to create leveraged income for your business, but if they were truly that easy to run, more people would run them. I'm not going to paint some idealistic picture of running a membership, and I'm also not going to make you think that it's passive, because it's not, but it is leveraged and it is smart. I am not going to be shy either, however, when I tell you there is a huge payoff. If you've been seriously considering launching a membership for your peers or for your customers, don't miss the marketing strategy that I am outlining today. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Side Door. When Side Door entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Side Door lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes, and with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Side Door collection. You curate the look, Side Door handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Side Door to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to OnSideDoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. I do want to clarify before we get into the whole marketing strategy behind a membership that this marketing strategy is specific and unique to those in the home industry who are looking to serve their peers or their customers, clients, what have you. This is by no means going to be all that helpful or applicable if you are a marketing agency looking to turn your business into a membership. The only reason I say that is because I know I have a, quite a few other marketing people who follow me who are very interested in this business model, and I can understand and appreciate that, but I do want you guys to know this is specific to people in the home industry who are listening. So I do hope to have so much amazing content for my own peers in the near future, 
But uh, for today, it's all about the home pros because that's what this podcast is about. So let's get into it. Before you can create a website or announce that your membership is alive and available to the world, you need to do one key thing. And this is something that many membership site owners forget. You need to determine who your ideal member is. It's just like the ideal client conversation. Your ideal member is not just someone who can afford your membership fee. They are a specific type of person with a specific problem that is aided, eased, or even solved by signing up for your membership. The broader your ideal member is, or the more general they are, the less effective your membership will be for them. Now, I can use myself as an example here. Socialite Vault is a marketing membership for designers, stagers, organizers, workrooms, and hard window treatment sellers. It's not a coaching membership. It's not a financial membership. It does not serve all creative entrepreneurs, nor is it purely template-based. Any membership that tries to be too many things for too many people is going to struggle. That's why when I created Socialite Vault, I made sure it was extremely specific. It's only for people in the home industry, and it's only about marketing. Now, for the sake of getting on with our strategy, let's assume that you've already narrowed down your niche market and ideal member. You already know what problems your membership will solve for people and what those deliverables will be. Now, by the way, guys, if you aren't sure what your deliverables should look like, go back to last week's episode because I did talk all about that. And honestly, figuring out your deliverables and figuring out your unique selling proposition or the problems you'll solve, that's the easy part. So now let's talk about the setup. The setup is a lot of fun, but there are a few housekeeping items that you have to get out of the way first. So you have to make sure that you set up the proper tax entity or a DBA doing business as if you're using your existing LLC. That actually might be a good option for a lot of you, but I say it with caution because I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a tax professional, and if you have questions about whether you should set up a new LLC or simply add it to your existing tax entity business, then ask a professional. Do not take my word for it. (laughs) That's my disclaimer. The legal side of your business is so important, and I don't want to steer you wrong. Additionally, you'll need to make sure that your membership has a strong privacy policy and a terms and conditions document in place prior to launching. You're going to refer back to those often when your members have questions or expectations that may or may not align with your deliverables. These documents can help support and protect your business when you need them most. So the bottom line here is do not operate your membership without the proper DBA being filed, tax entity, or those documents in place. Now, if you're like, hmm, I think I might need some help with this, don't worry, I have some resources for you. If you need to hire a bookkeeper, hands down, I recommend Business by the Book. You can head over to businessbythebook.money to get connected with them. They are the bookkeeper that I use for Socialite, and they are amazing. Also, if you need legal documents and you don't want to go the traditional lawyer route, you could head over to thecontractshop.com. That is run by a licensed lawyer, and she creates templates that you can use for all your contract and legal needs, which is pretty darn amazing. Now, I want you to understand that we start with this part before we get into branding and marketing, because unless you have your business properly set up, you could really be shooting yourself in the foot. If you have a member who starts to dispute what you're supposedly offering them or thinks that they aren't getting what they paid for, you could get into some trouble. And to avoid that, you have to make sure that you have your business protected 
that you are not putting your personal belongings or finances on the line. And that would happen, guys, if you were operating a membership without some sort of LLC, because LLC means Limited Liability Corporation. And if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about the importance of having an LLC. Unfortunately, there are a lot of businesses out there that are not legal businesses. They think they can just be a sole proprietor, run all the money through their personal accounts, and that's so dangerous. It means that if anyone, heaven forbid, were to sue you and win, they could gain direct access to all your personal savings, your house, your vehicles, and it could really destroy you. So make sure, whether it's a membership business or a traditional home industry business, you have the proper things set up to protect yourself legally and financially. Now, one other adult item that we have to discuss is professional liability insurance. This is something that my business has because it's smart. (laughs) It's so smart, especially when you begin marketing your membership. You're going to be out there saying a lot of things and someone somewhere might take it the wrong way because people are silly like that. And we live in a sue happy world, unfortunately. It's just best to get professional liability insurance. I do highly recommend it. But of course, if you have questions about that, go talk to a professional. All right, now let's talk about the fun stuff. Let's talk about creating a brand around your membership. Before you can begin marketing and after you've identified your ideal member, you get to do the fun stuff like choosing a name, a logo, a color palette. Now, the membership brand you create could be a sister or a brother, (laughs) whatever you prefer, to your main brand, or it could be completely different. And this really depends on whether your members might also hire you on the traditional side of your business, or whether your membership is going to serve a completely different demographic than your regular business does. If the demographics are very different, chances are high that your branding will need to be very different as well. Name and brand your membership according to what will attract your member not according to your personal favorite words or color palettes. And I know this is a hard one, but just think about what would attract that ideal member visually. Now, if you need help with this, or if you would like to even just start with some branding templates that still look incredibly professional, I recommend that you work with Jula Paper. Now, Jill of Jula Paper was on the podcast a couple months ago, And she is still the only graphic designer that we work with as an agency. She is absolutely amazing. And you can head over to julapaper.co to work with her. That's J-U-L-A paper.co. Now, also, guys, none of these businesses are asking me to talk about them today. I just really believe in promoting people that I believe in. And I want you guys to work with these people because they've served me very well and I trust them. So I hope that you will look into them and consider working with them as well. Now, let's say you've got your brand, you've got your name, you've got your domain, you're all excited. Now you've got to talk about the membership website. You guys know I love Squarespace. I recommend Squarespace for like everything. They will let you sell products, create memberships, integrate your scheduling, and just do all the things. Now, the good thing is Squarespace does not use plugins, which means it is not at the mercy of those WordPress websites that have plugins that always need to be updated, and it doesn't have the clunky feel that so many other sites do if they're on GoDaddy, Wix, or Weebly. Now, I'm not saying all websites on Wix or Weebly are clunky. I'm just saying a lot of them are, okay? 
Nobody get mad at me. When setting up your website, I want you to keep in mind that your external member experience or the experience people have when they are logged out of the membership is just as important as the internal or logged in experience. A smartly designed sales page, clear FAQs, a well-defined package and pricing section, an engaging about page, and easy ways to contact you or book a call or a chat are really essential. And as I have said before, with the logged in area mattering just as much, it really impacts things like member experience and member retention because a poor member experience can result in cancellations, refund requests, complaints, or negative reviews, all of which can be really soul-crushing to a new membership site owner such as yourself. If your deliverables are cluttered or the technology is glitchy all the time, you're going to spend more time handling customer service messages than actually marketing your membership. So the bottom line is this, don't launch in haste, but also don't think your membership site will look the same next year as it does right now. While you don't want to make too many changes to your site too quickly after you've launched it, you're going to find that certain design elements just don't work as well as you'd hoped. You're going to update the site, and you might even start over with a new layout a few times as the years go by, and that's a good sign. Your membership needs to adapt and grow to meet the needs of your members and you and provide a great experience all around. Now, here is the big thing that a lot of people struggle with. They're like, I am not a website designer. I have no idea how to go about creating a sales-driven landing page or whatever the heck Kate just said. <laughs> I get that. You guys know we've been selling website templates for quite a while. I am very excited to let you know that we now offer a Squarespace template that is unique to people who want to do exactly this. So if you are a home pro and you want to turn your knowledge or expertise into a paid monthly membership or a paid annual membership or heck, even a free membership, whatever you want, we have a template for that. It is sales driven. It is smart. It is beautiful. And best of all, it's completely easy to customize to whatever your branded membership is. So if you're interested in this, go to hatethesocialite.com and look under the services tab to find those custom created templates. I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to chat about Side Door one more time. Why? Well, guys, I believe you shouldn't have to constantly trade hours for dollars in your business, and I bet you believe the same thing. If you are ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for Side Door. Side Door is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products. You make the sale, and they'll handle ordering and shipping. Or you could just use Side Door to purchase products yourself at designer pricing without any vendor accounts or minimums required. It honestly doesn't get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using Side Door and for good reason. You can sell products on your own website and even from your own social media profiles. It's pretty much genius. If you have dreamed about having an online shop, but you just didn't want to take care of the technology or having inventory or just all the headache and stress that can come along with that, SideDoor could be a great solution for you. Sign up at OnSideDoor.com. All right, so let's go on to talk about how would you be driving traffic to this membership site? Because you know that quote that says, build it and they will come? Yeah, that's a load of crap. <laughs> it truly is. Because unfortunately, just having a beautiful website is not enough. You have to drive traffic to it. You'll have to take specific action. 
regular action to help the right people find it. You just don't want random people to find it. You want the right people, potential members to find it. So whether you are blogging weekly on topics that are relevant to your potential members or podcasting like I am right now or releasing videos, you just need to pick a medium and commit to it. You then need to push whatever content you're creating out to all the relevant places like social media, Pinterest, and your own email list. Speaking of email lists, you will need to create a lead magnet around your membership. And then when someone signs up for it, make sure you have a three-part email sequence that gets sent out to those new subscribers. What should you say in that sequence? (laughs) Well, it depends on your membership. Is your membership paid or free? What are your deliverables? Can you give them any extra freebies along the way? In general, your lead magnet should provide real value at no cost. And your follow-up sequence should share over the course of a couple weeks how your leads will benefit from the membership. Now, don't err on the side of repeating your membership features over and over because that gets really boring. Dive deeper instead. What's in it for your potential member? How will your membership make their lives better? That is the part that a lot of people struggle with. And I understand that it is just so fun to talk about the new thing that you've launched. But when you really have to boil it down and tell someone why they should sign up, that's where a lot of people get stuck. So I want you to understand your email sequence does not have to be really long. In fact, there's studies that show shorter email sequences are better and you should definitely have one for your lead magnet. So a three-part email sequence, those emails do not have to be long either, by the way. They can be very simple, but they need to focus on the emotional issues that you solve and how your potential members will have an improved life or business after signing up for your membership. Now, let's go a step further and talk about how you would get publicity for or grow and scale your membership because that's something that you have to do until the end of your membership, until you decide to close the doors and shut it all down. But here's the thing. No business grows in isolation. Not a single one, including a membership business. Here's what you then need to do. You need to get ready to partner or collaborate with organizations or clubs that also serve your ideal member, but you have to approach them the right way. So as you're researching these organizations or clubs, you need to make sure you never start the conversation with what they could do for you. Like, oh, hey, I have this membership. Can you please promote me? Can you just share my post on social media? No, that is not good. That's actually a kind of a selfish way of approaching it, even if you don't intend to be selfish. But what you should do, what you should always do is come up with something you can offer them, even if that offer feels really small. Nobody is going to shame you for offering your help, even if you just don't have a lot of help to offer. Really, it's the point you're making behind it. So here are a few potential collaboration ideas to grow your membership, and they are, number one, offer to do a free webinar around a topic that aligns with that organization's messaging or that club's goals. And this is something that you could pre-record and send to them for their people, or you could do it live. That way you can handle questions at the end, whatever works best for you. And by the way, guys, I have found that webinars that show your face versus just showing like a slideshow or a PowerPoint tend to be really great because people will get to know you and feel like they can trust you because they see you talking, they see your face. And that's way more personable than just a PowerPoint presentation. 
The second thing you could do is invite the leaders of that organization or that club to be on your podcast or your blog or your weekly live stream or your YouTube video. Doing that is going to bring more exposure to their club organization, and then they're going to end up sharing it, and that means you'll get more eyes on your content and your membership. The third thing you could do is interview influencers who often interact with your ideal members. So that means you have to understand what influencers on social media or wherever are really heralded by your potential members as, oh, that's the one person that I always listen to her, or he always has great ideas, or I really respect them. You have to figure out who those people are. And by the way, this is why you have to establish some form of consistent marketing media. Otherwise, you're not going to have any place to interview or collaborate with anyone because all these different collaboration ideas depend on you being able to create content, push content out, and you can't do that if you don't have a blog or a weekly video or a weekly podcast or something else that you do consistently because you need to be building up your own audience, you can then use your own audience in as, a, as a token for swapping audiences with other people. That is almost like your bargaining chip. Now, that being said, you also want to treat your audience with a great deal of respect because they don't have to listen to you. They don't have to follow you. You have to be consistently giving them value and, and relevant content in order to keep their attention. Because honestly, like that's what I'm doing on the podcast. I've been doing this podcast for a few years and it has been wildly profitable for my business, but it's also a ton of work and I have to be very committed. And I am telling you guys this because this is what it takes. This is what it takes to be successful. Not that you have to have a podcast, but maybe it's a weekly video. Like I said, maybe you start a YouTube channel. Maybe you start a Rumble channel, which is like an alternative to YouTube, by the way, and it's growing quickly. Now is a good time to get in on it. Hint, hint. However, whatever you do has to be consistent. This is where people fall off the rails. They'll be all excited. They'll get started. And then a few months go by and their marketing is less and less. And then it's done. It's gone. And they end up feeling very defeated. So if that's you, you can always get restarted. But my challenge to you is to never stop. All right. So as we get a little bit closer to wrapping this up, I want to share some best practices around running a membership business as well as some things to avoid. Because no matter what type of business you're running, you know that trying things to see what sticks is just not a good strategy. It's often expensive and just a bad idea, and membership businesses cannot be handled any differently. There are certain things that you need to avoid, and I'm going to go through a few of them. So, one thing you should avoid is running social media ads or boosted posts for something other than your lead magnet. Let me repeat that. If you were to ever run a Facebook ad or boost a post on Instagram, make sure that it promotes your lead magnet. So yes, you are paying social media to promote something that is free, but people are more likely to sign up for something that is free. And as long as you position yourself correctly, you will be attracting the right person and you'll get that right person into your mailing list and they'll be receiving that three-part email sequence and that is a great way to get their attention. The other thing you should avoid is using follower pods on Instagram or comment groups or purchased email lists. Follower pods, I still see them being used here and there and they are not a good idea 
because all it does is teach the Instagram algorithm that all of those peers that you're in with this pod, like they really like your content because they're always liking it, commenting on it, maybe even sharing it. And that doesn't help get you in front of more people. It just makes sure that those people who always comment on your stuff will always see your stuff. Comment groups are the same. If you and your colleagues are consistently commenting on each other's work, it looks like you're supporting each other and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's really not helping anything. So I would suggest not wasting your time with it. The other thing, like I said, is avoiding purchased email lists. There is not a single reputable mass mailing provider that will let you use a purchased email list. They have algorithms that can figure out whether these email lists have been purchased or not. And if you still try to sneak one under their radar and then you send out an email and then a bunch of recipients mark your email as spam, you can actually get your entire domain blacklisted, which means that you're basically now non-existent on the internet. And if you're trying to run a membership business, that could just, you know, put a little wrench in things. Not to mention the $10,000 fine that comes along with it or something crazy. So just avoid buying email lists. It is not worth it. The third thing you need to avoid would be Google ads that have no clear direction. Or if you're just not sure how to best use them, don't just set up an ad and just hope it works. That's not, <laughs> that's not how it works. If you've listened to my episodes on Google ads, then you know in order to really approach it the right way, you need to be willing to spend at least $1,000 a month on your ads and you have to set them up correctly and then be constantly tweaking them for best results. So if you want to hire a Google ad professional, you can. You don't have to though. I've honestly never used a Google ad to promote my membership. I just don't need to because I've got all this organic content coming out and I've got partners in the right places. And honestly, guys, it's the, the partnership and the content, like that's the secret sauce right there. And it just takes a while to build. Now, let's talk about really quickly a few things that you should be doing if you're considering launching a membership. Number one, make your website easy to navigate everywhere. Number two, keep your marketing consistent with some form of weekly release, whether it's a video, a podcast, or a blog post. Number three, maintain laser focus on your niche. This is where you really do need to stay in your lane, create deliverables that align with your ideal member, and don't go venturing off like, ooh, now I'm going to serve these people. Oh, I want to serve these people too, because that will make your membership so general that it will become very irrelevant. Number four, make sure you adapt your membership to meet the needs of your ideal member and stay with the offerings that are scalable. It can really be easy to go off the rails when you're trying to offer the best customer service to your members. You might find yourself saying yes to things that they want help with that aren't actually covered in the membership. And that puts you a step removed from leveraged income and makes you feel like a custom service provider. Know when to say no and know when to innovate. Is there a way to offer a deliverable at scale that feels custom to the member but is efficient for you to provide? There might be a way and you might be the first to discover it. So I know that's a lot. There's so much that goes into creating a successful membership, scaling it, getting the right partnerships or sponsorships, but it's so worth it. And I am so very excited that I am able to run a membership alongside my team. And if you think, yes, this is something I want to do, then I'm going to give you a jump start. You can get a website pre-built for your membership by heading over to katethesocialite.com. Our membership website template includes professional member areas, sales pages, and more honed from my years of adapting 
and tweaking and running a successful international membership. Plus, you don't have to worry about the copywriting for your membership, especially the sales page, because our easy prompts will ensure that you say the right thing in the right areas of your membership site. Your on-site SEO and user experience are top priority in our templates, and our templates will not disappoint you from the aesthetic side of it either. If you're ready for a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing, sales-driven membership website, you can find it at katethesocialite.com. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back here next week with loads more information, but until then, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.